Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue in our study of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Today we begin one of those marvelously precise and intricate sentences from the inspired pen of the Apostle Paul. In the Greek, all of verses 11 through 16 is one sentence. We're going to talk about the unity team leaders that God designed into his plan for the church the body of Christ. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he teaches today's segment of this week's message entitled, Unity Team Leaders. But when we think about evangelists, what do we mean? What should we mean? Well, it basically means traveling missionaries. As I said, if apostles and prophets have been replaced by evangelists and teaching pastors, the significance would be evangelists are those who take the gospel, take the message new places. So church planters or missionaries, we tend to call them, especially if they cross cultural barriers. They're people who take the good news. We have some in the New Testament. Philip did that. Well, Philip started out as one of the deacons named in Acts chapter 6. Timothy did some of this along with when he's part of the team of the apostle Paul. So did Titus. So did Barnabas. And though he was an apostle, Paul always did what an evangelist does. He always preached the gospel and planted churches. And when Paul wrote his very last letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5, Paul told Timothy, who at that time was a pastor in Ephesus, he said, part of your job is do the work of an evangelist. So it's not like they're distinct jobs, but those who take it to new places, we call them evangelists or missionaries. Those who stay put in one place, we call them pastors and teachers. So that brings us to number four, pastors and teachers. And he gave some as the apostles and some as the prophets and some as the evangelists and some as the pastors and teachers. And I'm going to spare myself for one more week, having to tell you what the Bible says that I'm supposed to do. I'm going to stop here. I'm going to pause our progress in the text for today for a very important reason. I've been giving you definitions and making fun of words and all kinds of details here. Why all this detail and prescription, uh, 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 precision with all of this stuff? Um, I want to slap us into the world of personal application and help us see how important this is. I don't care if you can spell prophetes or apostolos or even say the words with any sort of accuracy or not. What's all this about? I told you this is the beginning of one of those glorious sentences. And this is the beginning of the description of God's plan for us, for Heritage Bible Church. And I want to ask all of us to seriously 
consider, am I on board with this plan? Is this my plan? Is this my desire? Is this how I pray for my church? Is this how I want to serve in my church? So I want to read this whole sentence to you. And I hope it whets your appetite to think about for next time we come to this text. It's Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers. Now here's the spoiler. For the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result... We are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into Him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Now, I said earlier, we're, we, the leadership at Heritage Bible Church, are working on some long-range plans to improve things, to be more efficient with the use of space, to... Um, make more opportunities for doing just what this text says. And I just quipped earlier, that's going to depend on all of us. We need to add to the team. We need more people doing more things. Um, and more people doing more things more tenaciously. My friends, when we talk about the ministry... Some people think, well, you're in the ministry. Yeah, I am. But you know what? The ministry belongs to you. It belongs to all of us. You are key to building up the body of Christ. Our job is not done until every member of Christ's body is mature in the faith. And the whole process depends on that which every joint supplies. And wait till I tell you how that relates to you. So I want to ask you, besides all the transliterations and all the details, are you on board? So I'm going to close with this. Um, suppose that you were told to publicly renounce your faith in Jesus Christ or you would be killed. You would start thinking about your priorities, and that would quickly reveal what is in your heart. I want to conclude to you by conclude today by reading to you uh, something written by a man who was given that choice. There's a man in Africa. Um, one source that the friend who sent this to me yesterday says this was written by a. Rwandan man in 1980, but others say, no, actually, it's much older than that, that it came from a pastor in what we know as Zimbabwe, who was martyred over a hundred years before. 
Either way, we can narrow it down somewhere in the bottom half of the continent of Africa and a Christian, and probably a pastor, who was arrested, told to renounce Christ, or he would die. Well, he didn't renounce Christ, and he died. And among his precious papers, this was found. Just let it speak to you. It's called The Fellowship of the Unashamed. This brother wrote, I am part of the fellowship of the unashamed. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense, and my future is secure. I am finished and done with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, chintzy giving, and dwarfed goals. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, promotions, plaudits, or popularity. I now live by presence, lean by faith, love by patience, lift by prayer, and labor by power. My pace is set, my gate is fast, my goal is heaven, my road is narrow, my way is rough, my companions few, my guide reliable, my mission clear. I cannot be bought, compromised, deterred, lured away, turned back, diluted, or delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice, hesitate in the presence of adversity, negotiate at the table of the enemy, ponder at the pool of popularity, or meander in the maze of mediocrity. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I must go until heaven returns, give until I drop, preach until all know, and work until He comes. And when He comes to get His own, He will have no problem recognizing me. My colors will be clear. Let's pray. Father, we have gathered as Your people. We are all in various stages of maturity and immaturity. We are all continuing to battle the flesh. But Lord, please help us to resonate with the words of this brother that we want to be known as part of the fellowship of the unashamed. Yes, Lord, we need to, we need to live our lives. We need to pay bills and cook meals and raise children and care for things. And all of that is so much a part of living. But what's the purpose in living if we don't understand that we will live for eternity and that there are only two options where that will be for us and for all we know. So, Father, make us, if you will, part of the fellowship of the uncompromising so that we might be what you would intend us to be. Help us to be on board with what you want to do for your glory through Heritage Bible Church, using each one of us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.